0: I'm really happy right now. You want to know why? Because we have zero active cases in Peterborough. That's miraculous. That's an amazing thing. And let's believe it for the rest of this country. Let's believe it for every province. Let's believe it for every city. Let's believe it for every country out there that this is just going to go away as fast as it came. Amen? Amen. You know, last week there were some discussions happening up here on stage. And and someone mentioned that they never felt the fear and anxiety that others felt around them through this entire process, right? Where, you know, the feeling that peace of God was a lot stronger than the plethora, really the plethora of voices, right, that were out there telling us that we need to be panicked, that the world is burning, right? We as Christians can have a peace that surpasses every other noise that's out there. If there's anything that I have hope in is that, and that we've learned in this time, is that our thoughts have to be aligned with god our plans have to be aligned with god and our desires also have to be aligned with god they all have to be aligned with god and we have to be moving forward at the speed and direction that god is moving in especially here in church right especially here and look i know that god is happy that we can but i do not want you to go backwards I'm glad that you're back, but I certainly do not want you to go backwards. God was never, he, you know, He actually is never really interested in what was. God is not interested in what was. He's more interested in what is to come. That's what His focus is. He's not interested in who you were, He's interested in what you're going to become. That's what God is interested in. And here's the hard truth you know, if we're not moving forward in Christ, we're actually naturally. Going backwards. The one thing I've recognized throughout my time as a Christian is that there's no standing still in the Christian life. You can't, you can't just stand still. You can't stand still. And, uh, you know, we are either progressing or we're regressing. We're either moving forward or we're moving backwards. When I was a, a young rebellious youth in Montreal, I wasn't that rebellious. I was actually okay. But when I was in Montreal, we'd always go downtown and we'd run up the down escalators right we 'd run up we'd, we'd always run up all because they had these huge escalators because Montreal is an underground city for a lot of it, so they had these giant escalators that take you to the surface, and we'd always run up the down escalators anyone do that as a kid as well yeah it's a very rebellious thing to do, and it you know much to the disapproval of the people that are actually trying to go down right you're running up you know, and the Christian life is a lot like that, you know right you' you're you you're either walking up us as, as you' if you're walking up an escalator. You know, if you stop, you're just going to be going right back down again. And it's a lot like that. You're either climbing or you're moving downwards. You're slipping. There's no standing still. There's no, there's no stasis. And a lot of what we have experienced in the last months has been a feeling that, you know, what we've established, you know, in our lives is, is slipping away. That's the, kind of the general sentiment that a lot of people feel. A lot of what we've established is slipping away. Even something as simple as our children going to school is now a future unknown. There's a lot of unknowns about our kids going to school, even in the fall. And instead of our kids establishing friendships in the schoolyard, they're having to only hang out with their brothers, their sisters, and God forbid, their parents, right? That's, that's their lives right now, you know? And, you know, their little lives look a lot different than they did just five months ago. And that, that is sad, that the things that we have established are slowly kind of slipping away. No matter how much we long to, you know, create a stable, uh, predictable kind of life, We actually hold no control over what the future is going to drop into our laps. No control. None whatsoever. But we do have an unshakable advantage in us, don't we? We do have something that is unshakable. That lets us live in confidence instead of fear. Like that person on stage mentioned to us last week. You can live in confidence and not in fear. And there's a mindset that we have to adopt in the days, weeks, and months that we have ahead of us here. And it starts with my text this morning, which is Romans 12 and 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing, the renewing, the renewing of your mind. I love that renewing because there's no, it's renewing, continually renewing, always changing, continually moving, not backwards, not standing still, renewing, continually changing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test And approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Aren't you happy that his will is perfect compared to ours, which is so imperfect and never really works out the way that we planned it? His will is perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Our minds have to be continually renewed. The mind is the ruling part of us it actually is what controls us and when we renew our minds our actification is actually one of the most important things we can have as Christians that we have to go through and accept because it seems like there's a lot of Christians out there that are actually not acting the whole process of sanctification out if I can be honest so what is this process of sanctification sanctification is continually every day dying to sin more and more and more and more and more dying to sin more and more and the renewing part, as I just read in Romans, is living righteousness more and more and more and more. Trading sin for righteousness continually, continually, non-stop. Does that make sense to everybody? Yeah, renewing sanctification is about living in righteousness. It's about becoming more and more like Jesus and less like our flesh. All right? Less like we used to be. You know, the little translation of to be transformed, that verse, is to be metamorphosized metamorphosed, like a caterpillar into a butterfly, changed into the image of Christ from glory to glory, not at all backwards. You know, a butterfly never turns back into a caterpillar, does it? It never wants to be a caterpillar anymore because it's, it's on the ground. It's, it, doesn't want, it wants to fly. It wants to be a beautiful butterfly. It never turned back into a caterpillar. And we shouldn't move from glory to flesh either, should we? No, unprecedented. have that word up on the screen. Unprecedented. Don't you love that word? No, I know it, this it absolutely is the word for 2020, unprecedented. Never before have we witnessed a pandemic, you know, civil unrest, scary geopolitical things happening between the world's superpowers. There's a lot going on right now. There's a lot that's happened in the last couple of months. And all of this within the space of such a short period of time, unprecedented. Yeah, this word is starting to get really annoying though, isn't it? I really I get, I get so tired of seeing the word unprecedented because, you know, every fast food restaurant, every car commercial, every insurance company is coming forward and saying, in these unprecedented times, we are here for you so that we can serve you a coffee when you, you know, feel like the world is falling apart, you know, in this unprecedented time. And, you know, they're saying that to, to make us understand that they, they understand how we're feeling. They understand how we're feeling so that we can in turn buy their products. Right? It's kind of a, f- a funny thing. And it may have been relatable at first, but now it's just reminding us that nobody, really nobody knows what's going to happen next. Nobody really knows what's going to happen. And all these corporations are doing the best to get us back into our, our consuming habits that we were having, you know, five months ago. But the truth is that nobody knows the way forward. You, me, politicians, physicians, uh, you know, philosophers, thinkers are all now in the same uncharted territory, it's like what Pastor John said last week. This, 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 this virus has been the great equalizer. It's put us all on the same plane. Nobody knows what's going to happen next. You know, teachers have become, ha- have had to become experts of online learning. Grocery workers have become frontline workers. And pastors have had to engage spiritual instruction, instruction through live stream. Right? All new territory that we have to go on. But, you know, it's not like the way that it was before. No matter how hard we try, it's not like it was before. None of us has ever been here before. We're all scrambling to find a way forward. And, you know, in terms of the people out there saying I'm pressing all the time, we don't need constant reminders that we're in new territory. If you're anything like me, you, you wake up and, and you feel like you're over the head a lot of the times. You know, you feel like, uh, you know, that this is a, this is a life that it can be a little bit scary. But hold on a second. Although this is unprecedented time, the Word of God reminds us that we, you know, that God God reminds us that Christ does not conform. God does not conform to that pattern. He does not conform to the pattern of this world. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He does not conform to the pattern of this world. Therefore, the word unprecedented isn't even in God's vocabulary. Unprecedented doesn't even understand the word unprecedented because he's the beginning and the end. He knows everything. Therein, I'm not gonna bow the knee to the unknown. I'm not. I'm not gonna let my mind adhere to confusion and said, I'm gonna submit to the continual transformation of my mind. The continual transformation of my mind, which is what you know will bring me through any unprecedented time, now or in the future, it's what's gonna bring me forward. Yes, I'm back here in church. Yes, I'm preaching on the stage to you guys. But I'm not going back to who I was back on March 14th. I'm not. I'm pressing forward. Amen? Are you with me? We are pressing forward to what God has for us. Let's be transformed by him. Hey, do you have any evidence to show that you're growing and moving in the things of God, that you're growing as a Christian, do you have any evidence of that in your life? It's a question I've been asking myself, you know, through this time. Do you have any evidence in your life that you are growing? Well, I'll tell you what, if you find yourself at peace in, in this storm, I'd say that that's pretty good proof to start. That's that's pretty good proof to show that you're growing. All right? And the good news is there's a lot more proof to come. That's just the beginning. There's a lot more to come. There are more opportunities coming for you to demonstrate your maturity. You know, Christ actually brings about a noticeable difference in us. You know, he shows a noticeable difference in us if we are mature, you know, and there's a tangible difference that, you know, that he will bring out in us if we are serious about living for him. If we're serious about living for him. And I would say that another good proof of mature faith is the perspective of looking forward and never backwards. Looking ahead and not back. The question of the day, you know, for, for most people that are looking back, you know, those, those looking backers. Is that even a word, looking, looking backers? Those people that are looking back all the time, you know. A lot of people are asking, you know, when are things going to go back to the way that they were? When are they going to go back? When are they going to go back to the way they were? You know what, I'm going to be completely honest with you this morning, and I hope you don't take offense to this, but probably never. Probably never. But you know what? I probably would have said the same thing even before this pandemic. Things are always moving forward. Things are always changing. And we have to keep the mindset that God's ways are not our ways. He does not conform to the pattern of this world. Therefore, we are moving in the direction that God wants us to take us to, and nothing else matters. Okay? I think people are trying to, you know, be very delicate right now because a lot of people, you know, what a lot of people are actually experiencing is grief. A lot of people are experiencing grief. We're all grieving what we used to know, what we used to look forward to, you know, what we used to feel safe in, you know, and understanding that what people are going through right now is grief actually gives you a pretty good advantage, uh, gives you a good perspective, because when you acknowledge what was lost, you can be set free ahead to look towards tomorrow, okay, for what was going to be renewed. And guess what? What's going to be renewed is a lot better. That's why this was said in Scripture, the continual renewing of the mind for his perfect will. to accomplish. He has a perfect will for us in our lives, and we just have to go along with it. Amen? We don't have to plan that out. It's up to him, and we just follow him along. Right? But right now, I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that I can be here with my family and that we can do it safely. All right, I know, I know wearing a mask is not ideal. I get it. I, I don't like wearing it either, especially for like an hour at a time. It's not ideal, but we're doing it, you know, so that we can be safe. And we don't want any, I love you guys. I love every one of you. I don't want any of you to get sick. So that's why we're doing this. And I know it's not ideal, but, you know, it, it's not what we're going to be doing forever. And, you know, and I don't want to do church online forever either. But, you know, from a missional perspective, my mindset is actually changing on that subject. It's changing on that subject. My desire was never to hide in this building. It it wasn't. But what this time has proved to me is that there's actually a lot more people that want to hear what's preached behind this pulpit outside of these walls than inside. Right? They're still not sure about stepping inside of this building, and that's okay. They're not sure about stepping inside of a church building. They're not at that point yet. But if they're going to listen to the gospel, if they're going to listen to the word that God has given to one of the pastors or, or somebody here, I'll be, why why should I keep that within the doors here? It needs to go out, and that's our mission, amen? Yeah, and you know, if I can trust the the statistics online, it actually seems like there is actually actually more people outside of here listening than we have inside the building, and you know, should should that upset me? Should that bother me? I don't think so. I think that's actually a great thing. That's a fantastic thing. It all depends on my perspective. If my perspective is that I want to reach the lost, which should be my perspective because that's what Jesus commanded us to do, right? If that's my perspective, I, the, I want to reach people outside of here. I want people to hear the message of Jesus. And if it took a pandemic for, for us to be able to get out there and spread the word, hallelujah, fine. If more people come to God because of this, fantastic. Go God. Yay, God. Amazing. Maybe this is the metamorphosis, like, that God wanted us to take as a church. You know, I've taken the perspective that I cannot hold on to anything that keeps me standing still. I can't. I can't hold on to anything that makes me want to stand still. I have to continually become a new person. I have to continually reinvent. I have to continue, as the buzzword is, pivot uh, to what, where God wants me to go. So that I can, as the scripture says, discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable, and perfect. Perfect. Oh, Lord, there has there's never been a time like that. Lord, give us eyes to see. Lord, give us the eyes to see an understanding of where you're going right now. We need your direction, Lord. And we stand by you to guide us. Now, I hope this is not a surprise to any of you because, you know, the Bible is actually full of people who went from one normal to a new normal. Full. Full of stories of people moving to a new normal. God called Abraham to leave home so he could be father a great nation. God led Joseph to transition from home to slavery, then from prison to the palace so that he could save the nation from starvation. Esther was plucked from obscurity and made to be queen so that she could save her people from annihilation. Ruth lost her husband, left her country, ultimately gaining a beautiful place in, in Jesus' lineage, lineage, in his family tree. Jesus called Peter away from his simple life as a fisherman, which, you know, that would be a nice life to be a fisherman out on the water all the time fishing. You hear me, guys? It would be great. Nice life to be out there fishing all the time. But he pulled him away from that comfortable life so that he could become one of his disciples. And then he became a powerful voice for the church. Priscilla and Aquila were forced to relocate from Rome to Corinth, but God used them to rescue Paul and part These are all people that were pulled from what they were comfortable with, what they were used to, what they did every day and put into a, a position where it was uncomfortable, where it was not ideal, but they changed the world. Literally. I'm not, and that, that's not an exaggeration. That's not a hyperbole. It's the truth. They were changed the world because they got out of their position, because they went forward and not backwards. Over and over, the Bible shows that transitions, even the most excruciating, unforeseen kind of changes are the catalyst for God to move. By breaking us free from what's safe and comfortable, he can then use us to build his kingdom and make his name great. Not our name, his name great. Amen? You know, today we feel disoriented and afraid of what's to come, by, you know, but by looking back at how God works and moves, we can actually find comfort. He will show up in the crazy. He'll mark out a path for us that holds purpose and blessing no matter you know, what has been taken from our hands. He's going to fill us, he's going to sustain us, and he's going to transform our lives. Hallelujah. That's what he's going to do. And the beauty, the beauty is that even though, you know, we often have to embrace change, he never changes. Even though we're continually embracing change, he never changes. He's always the same. His promises never fail. His promises never fail. And, you know, that is what the calm in the storm is. Amen? Amen. You know, even if I can't answer the question about, you know, what's next, I can trust and, and wait for God to accomplish his good, pleasing, and perfect will. There's no going back from change. And, and we know that, you know, this journey of life will continue to twist and, and turn since change is inevitable for all of us. But aren't you grateful? Aren't you grateful that we serve a God who is constant and sure? Constant and sure. He never sleeps He never forgets, he never changes his mind, and is never surprised or confused about anything that's unprecedented in our lives. Hallelujah. When we feel like we're we're drowning in the storm, he's right there beside us in the boat, holding power over the waves and the wind. He is holding power over things by his own hand. Hallelujah. You know, I'm going to close in prayer this morning, okay? And let's together pray. Place our church, ourselves, and our families in His hands because His hands never let go. He's going to guide us forward. He's going to guide us forward, you know, in this new normal. Because He loves, He loves us with all that He is. This new normal is actually going to propel us forward. It's going to us, pro- propel us forward ahead, to propel us onward ahead to where He wants us to be. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. You can stand with me if you'd like change our position. and Let's receive from the Lord this morning. I just want to, you know, if any of you have been feeling that fear of what's going to happen next or where are we going, you know, there's a lot of uncertainties right now. Financially, uh, you know, uh, just society itself, if we're in a flux. And that is, you know, there, there's, you have every reason, there's every logical reason to feel fearful. But guess what? God doesn't want you to carry that fear. This is a time where he's preparing us to depend 100% on him. So I just want you guys to receive this morning his peace, his love, and his joy and just drop, remove this. And go through that process of sanctification even this morning where you're dropping the fear and you're taking on that peace and you're changing. Amen? Lord, we didn't ask for our lives to be turned upside down or or for things to change. So it's actually not our responsibility to plan out our entire lives because it's not possible. But you promise to use all things for our good in the end. Show me, Lord, how to lead others in this confidence. Make me steady by your spirit so that I can demonstrate someone who is at peace. Teach us to pray and, and put our future in your hands and not our own. Heal our hearts, give us courage, draw us closer together and do a new thing in our hearts. Do a new thing in our families. Do a new thing in Peterborough. Do a new thing in Elam. Do a new thing in Canada. Do a new thing in Ontario. Do a new thing in us, Lord. We are looking forward to going forward. We do not want to go backwards, Lord. We don't want what we had. We We want what you have for us. And we hold on to that, Lord. We're not holding on to anything as precious anymore, Lord. The only thing that we're holding on to as precious is your unchanging love. Because your unchanging love is our life. And it is our future. Amen. Amen. Lord, we receive that, that faith. Lord, we receive that peace right now. Lord, transform us and, and help us move forward, I pray.